0: 14 minutes and 20 seconds where the sports talk to get you through your daily commute. Hot takes, recaps, best bets, and a little humor to get your day going in the right direction. Sit back, grab your coffee, and let's get into it. 1420 in the morning for this January the 25th, 2023. Today's uh, show is brought to you by MahlerBrothers.com. Go to MahlerBrothers.com and use promo code 1420BROS. For 10% off all your golf apparel, go to Malderbrothers.com today uh, and listen to their show, Rise of the Occasion, part of the uh, Belly Up uh, Net- Network, Belly Up group of shows. Go to BellyUpsports.com. Click on their link after you click on ours, obviously, and then uh, listen to their show today. The a great bunch of guys. Very smart. They say with age comes wisdom. These guys are much younger than I am, and they're they are they're, uh, a heck of a lot smarter when it comes to the, the, the world of football. Uh, great show. I watched their, their live stream the other night on YouTube. I think it was. Yeah, it was. it was a great show good good insight uh Josh is going to the football game uh this weekend with his father he got his tickets at seat geek and they use their, their own promo code instead of ours but anyways Josh thank you very much for um for sponsoring our show and and being there in 10 percent off all your golf apparel and go and get your golf shirts for the upcoming golf season up here in Canada she's not golf season yet you guys are allowed to to golf down there all year long but we, we can't do it up here anyways enough of that uh the baseball Hall of Fame had their announcement yesterday about who's getting in the Hall of Fame who is going to be joining Fred McGriff, the crime dog, uh, going into the Hall of Fame this year? After years of of not getting in, he got into the Veterans Committee or the, the whatever it's called. He got his uh, his vote in. Yes, uh, a few months back, we talked about that before. We'll get that into that in a little bit here. But uh, getting uh, the announcement yesterday and getting the invite and the, getting the plaque in Cooperstown, the whole bit coming up. Uh, Scott Rockin' and Rollin' is getting in the Hall of Fame. Uh, former Cardinal Philly Red J and the and the bit. Uh, great player i don't want to say he's a hall of fame guy but he's a great guy i was a bit shocked about that he was getting in over some other guys but we'll we'll get into that in a second um he's getting in with uh, like i said with uh, fred mcgriff mcgriff uh, he's a no doubter in, in my books he should have been in a long time ago but the way the baseball hall of fame voting works uh is is an odd thing i was watching lot yesterday on the MLB network throughout the day and they were they were giving the uh, who should get in, who's not going to get in and it was it was an intriguing conversation. They had six or seven guys that they were talking about that might have had a chance to get in. Uh, Todd Helton, you, you had Carlos Beltran, you had Gary Sheffield, uh, you had Andrew Jones and Jeff Kent was his last year of eligibility. Uh, it was a bit uh, shocking that Kent didn't get in but I guess being a good guy uh, matters. We talked about, actually that's been the, the theme for 1420 in the morning is uh, be a good guy. It's easier to be a good guy than a bad guy and it, it might help you out later on in life. And uh, Jeff Kent learned the hard way that, uh, you know, just because he hit a bunch of home runs and got an MVP doesn't get you in the Hall of Fame uh, because he wasn't a good guy to reporters, and that's just doing the voting. And that's something I think that has to change for the Baseball Hall of Fame because they they, they tend to – lean on that a little bit hard when it, when it benefits them. It's, a, it's an odd thing the way that happens. The Baseball Hall of Fame it's really hard to get into the Hall of Fame they, they, they're they very picky who they put in uh, hockey gets you get four or five guys every year no matter what baseball doesn't care if they have none or one or uh, they, got, they got lucky with the pandemic year they didn't put anybody in because it wasn't going to be a ceremony so that was one way that they, they they go about doing things but in baseball they got quite lucky like I said uh, hockey puts guys in no matter what there's guys who haven't played Rogi Vashon's the one that sticks out to mind rogie hadn't played since 1980 whatever before when i was a a young uh fledgling goaltender fledgling tender like 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 rogie was and rogie found himself in the hall of fame because he's a he's a big he's a hockey lifer and they needed to put a guy in so they found a guy who hadn't played in, in 30 years or whatever and put him in the hall of fame excuse me but baseball it's very hard to get into one only one percent of all players who play in the not in the uh in the major leagues baseball get in uh it's it's tough it's, you know if you, if you look at it this year you have uh 26 or or 30 teams 26 guys on on the roster uh if you can name me if you can name me eight guys who are getting to the Hall of Fame who are no doubters from opening day right now who are going in no matter what, I think you'd be hard-pressed you'd be hard, you'd be hard pressed to hit hit the number eight. Uh, you, you, I'd say Verlander's in. I would say that uh, Kershaw's in. I'd say Scherzer's in. Uh, Cabrera's in. Uh, after that, I don't know who you would put in guaranteed out of that list. So that's uh, four or five guys right there. So get in the Hall of Fame, and don't say Mike Trout yet. My I'm not a trout hater. I'm just not a a trout hugger yet, right? That that's the whole kicker. I I think Trout is a he's a great player. Is he an all timer? He I think he has to do a little bit more to prove that. Uh he's not there yet. You have to do a little bit more to get in the hall of fame. The longevity thing is is a thing. And that's what I want to talk about a little bit more uh when it comes to Hall of Fame debate, which is always a great debate when it comes to uh the world of sports. Uh the baseball hall of fame is very intriguing about who gets in. Of course, we won't get into the Pete Rose situation, but what makes a Hall of Famer uh is it x amount of peak elite years is it uh longevity is it is it the um do you have to be the best at your position at the time do you have to be uh clean do you have to be not a cheater uh is 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 cheating at a certain level of thing is it is it uh how you cheated the game is it because if if these guys were getting left off the ballot because of uh the steroid scan or getting left out of the hall of fame story because of because of their the steroid thing that happened in the, in the 90s and 2000s if that's the case then just don't even have them on the ballot that that's a simple solution if they were <clears throat> if they were in the mitchell report if they were in the uh the the the, the belco situation whatever it is don't even have them in the ballot so then guys who who were clean and went and played the game the the quote unquote the right way give them a better chance to get into the Hall of Fame. leave these guys off the ballot completely. So these are the, the voters, these the Baseball Writers of America who is a bit it's, it's it's I think it's messed up personally the way they do this. But leave them off the ballot and 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 have guys who played the game the right way didn't cheat, weren't involved in the uh, in the, the the Astros thing from 2017, like uh, Carlos Beltran was. We'll get to that in a second. But le- just leave these guys off the ballot, and then put everybody else, or put have the other guys get a vote and ha- have a fair shake. Um, have, having a guy like uh, Houston Street also on the ballot who got a vote somehow yesterday. I forgot that Houston Street played professional baseball. The only reason why I remember Houston Street. And I think it was his Oakland A's days because I thought he had a cool name. And he but somehow he got a vote and I don't understand how. It must have been an Oakland A's a an A's beat writer or something that got a Houston street vote. It's an odd thing to me that Houston street gets a vote and a guy like Carlos Beltran doesn't get enough votes. And a guy like, um, uh, Todd Helton, who was only 12 votes away from getting in the hall of fame. Did this guy's vote take the, did, did the Houston street vote take away from Todd Helton, getting in the hall of fame? Who knows? I don't know. It's, it's, it's an odd situation. Some of these guys get, get on, get on the ballot. It doesn't make a whole bunch of sense. Um, but it just seems like odd. Like when you, you have these guys who were part Part of the cheating scandals and part of the steroid sc- scandals and everything else. If they do get in the Hall of Fame, does does the scandal just go away? Is it just mad- magically a thing that uh, that didn't ever happen? Like when Beltran gets in eventually because he was pretty close. I think he had sixty five percent or sixty seven. He needs seventy five percent to get in into the Hall of Fame. Do these numbers just go away? Do these do these? um parts of history baseball history with the cheating does it just go away like if you don't want to have these guys in don't have them in it's pretty simple like the like how does Alex Rodriguez get more votes a year later like how does that happen like you you see these guys and uh, Fred McGriff during his speech last night uh during the uh whatever it's called the opening of the uh, of the thing on MLB network like he said somehow i got better over the years i'm sure he didn't write that but it's funny how baseball writers and and, and hall of fame guys to get these guys in and somehow these athletes get better and it doesn't make a whole bunch of sense to me that uh, over the years these baseball writers find a way to hold these guys hostage for 10 years and they they say well we'll we'll give you a little a little nibble we'll give you a little a little bite we we might get you in year in year out like you look at jeff kent uh, I don't think he was a Hall of Famer. He was a hall of really good, uh, most home runs at his position at, at second base. But I, I didn't think that Kent was great. He he got to he got to to hit around uh, in the middle of a very good lineup, and Barry Bonds was behind him, so got got to see a lot more pitches and that and that. But uh, how the writers hold these guys hostage and then say, okay, you're you're pretty good and you're close, but we'll get you in next year. And how some some voters don't even have to vote year in year out. They don't even have a ballot. Well, they, they 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 submit a, uh, a a, an empty ballot and it doesn't make a whole bunch of sense to me how these guys somehow just don't get in or they 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 pick guys and they vote for them this year but not next year and then next year but not the year after and and they just pick and choose um well, i guess that's what voting is but it's this the way they hold these these players hostage and and the like it, it doesn't make a whole bunch of sense to me how players have always seemed to get better if you're a hall of famer you're a hall of famer the first year you don't get better you don't get better like the, the first year of eligibility put in 15 guys Put in 10 guys, whatever, have a big ceremony that lasts the entire day. And baseball, listen to me here, do not have any games on that Sunday or do it. On Hall of, on uh, All-Star weekend, have the inductions on All-Star weekend, have it All-Star Sunday morning or whatever it may be so then people can actually watch and people, baseball fans, don't have any games on at all. Have the Hall of Fame inductions on the All-Star game on the Monday when you're having your your cockamamie home run contest. Do it before the home run contest, wherever wherever the All-Star game is going to be. That's when you should do it. Baseball, I think you got it wrong uh, this year again. I think you screwed things up. You're letting uh, you're letting your emotions get in the way of a good story. Uh, having guys in the Hall of Fame, these guys played their entire lives. I think baseball got it wrong by only having uh, Scott Rock and Roll get in. He's a great player. I don't think he's a Hall of Famer. Uh, if you give me a, a game on a Sunday that, that you have to win, if the Yankees are involved, I, I, you need this game. I'm putting in Andrew Jones ahead of him. Andrew Jones was a ten-time Hall of Fame, ten-time uh, Gold Glover. He hit a ton of home runs he was a great player you you, I put in Gary Sheffield ahead of uh, ahead of uh, Scott Rowland Um, that's my opinion I'm entitled to it you don't gotta listen to my show if you don't like my opinion thought Keep listening to my show; it's very good. But yeah, there, there's guys I put it put in ahead of Scott Rowland uh, and, like I said, Jones. When when uh, Maddox and Glavin and uh, Smoltz got in the Hall of Fame, they thanked Andrew Jones for his work in center field. So when three Hall of Fame and all-time pitchers are thanking Andrew Jones and Jones doesn't get in, uh, that th- there's a real problem there. Andrew Jones is a way better baseball player than than Scott Rowland, and so why he's not in is probably because he played too long. And when he got a little bit uh, a little bit thick in the midsection, uh, that's but probably why, why Jones Jones in the hall of fame because his later years hurt him a little bit gary sheffield yeah he was part of the uh uh the the belco thing i think it was with with the barry bonds and there was one couple summers there were or winters he was training with bonds and that's why sheffield's not in but sheffield his bat speed was second to none and sheffield's a way better player than scott Rowland, way better and and to to the voters who decide that that houston street gets a vote before uh before you put in andrew jones or jeff kent or uh or Gary Sheffield, there's something wrong. There's there's guys who shouldn't be on the ballot who are never getting in. Uh, Like, uh, I don't think Andy Pettit and the... Andy Pettit was a, was a great Yankee but Andy Pettit shouldn't be getting that many votes he's not a hall of famer he had some great playoff games and sorry Andy's over my shoulder here uh sorry he's a great Yankee great playoff games and the like but uh Andy Pettit's not a hall of famer Andrew Jones is Andrew Jones and Gary Sheffield should be in the hall of fame there's no no there's no getting around that maybe someday they'll have that thing where they they end up being in the hall of fame because uh the veterans committee and somebody will think that they're, they're good later on but anyways there's my rant for the day for this uh January the 25th, 2023. Uh, Manscaped uh, word of the day. Why don't don't we say it? uh, Hall of Fame. There we go. Manscaped word of the day for the Beard Hedger is Hall of Fame. Uh, Happy 61st birthday to Chris Chelios. Born on this day in 1962 in Chicago, Illinois. Chelios won three Stanley Cups in his lengthy career. Three-time Norris Trophy winner. uh, Stops in Montreal, Chicago, Detroit, and unfortunately, the Atlanta Thrashers. I forgot they even existed. People, Atlanta Thrashers, for those who don't know, are now the Winnipeg Jets. Anyways, uh, Belt, Chelio sticks out in my mind the most. I think it was 1989. Uh, he had a little set too with, uh, Ronnie Hextall where Hextall went into the corner and, uh, they were going, going Hextall was going to beat him up and the like. And then later on, uh, that summer after the playoffs were done i went to a hockey school in yorkton Saskatchewan, international goaltender school reg catchanowski and we always had to do an extra push up or, or whatever it was for uh, chris chelios uh to so he would get enough strength to, to fight a goaltender someday so we did a lot of extra training and, and things to to uh, strengthen up Chelios' reserves i guess so he would go out and fight a goaltender cuz i was a flailing tender like we, we said on the podcast before uh but i did a little bit more i i always have a uh, i always leave a a, a, a a morsel of food for Chris Chelios, whether it be the last chicken wing, whether it be the last uh, French fry, whatever it is, it's always left on my plate. The last thing is always left for Chris Chelios every time that, that one's for Chelios. It's been a tradition uh, for, for, for me since 1989. But anyways, uh, also on this day, double dose of Chelios. Hey, that rhyme, double dose of Chelios. On this day in 1995, uh, Chelios celebrated his 33rd birthday by recording a goal and two assists versus the Edmonton Oilers in the first game ever played by the Blackhawks in what is the Madhouse on Madison, the United Center, um, their new home, which they've been there ever since. They've celebrated some Stanley Cup championships there, but, but they couldn't play there because of the lockout that was happening until this day. In 1995, it man, it's a long time ago. Anyways, uh, if you're going to a show this weekend or a game or whatever it is, make sure you go to SeatGeek.com. Download our other shows. Go to BellyUp.com belly, and and listen to BellyUpSports.com. Listen all the great shows that are available there. Uh, great, great week so far. Got some good news from. Uh, Barnburner Sports, or Barnburner Hockey. Uh, they're a new sponsor of the show. We're doing some things on the back back end to make sure they're going to be our, our only sponsor of the Flailing Tender Hockey Podcast. Got some guests lined up for that. They're doing an interview on Friday, and then I got another one lined up for next week already. So got good things happening for Flailing Tender Hockey Podcast. SeatGeek, go to uh, 1420pod. You guys don't know the, the story on that one. And just remember, everybody, uh, it doesn't matter where you are. It's who you're with. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow. The following is a presentation of the Belly Sports Media Network.